Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All these so-called fans that come out here and say they're Cub fans that are supposed to be behind you, ripping every thing you do. I'll tell you one thing. I hope we get hotter just to stuff it up than 3,000 people that show up every day because if they're the real chicago fans they can kiss my (laughs) (laughs) that just never gets old that's nope this is not the anniversary of the lee Ilya ramp but it was prompted by by the way this is saturday soccer i'm steve rosenblum He's Mark Grody, and we're going to bring on the man who secured that famous rant. <clears throat> but it came up this week because the Cubs, uh, interim Mayor Lightfoot, allowed the Cubs and White Sox to allow 20% of fans into the to sell 20% of their seats. So that's so I thought, oh, the 80-20 plan. I thought, well, that's almost what Lee Elias said. He had the 85-15 plan. They should the Cubs. Yeah. I suggested the Cubs sell this as the Lee Elia plan for starters. 85, 85% of the city works and 15% come down here to boo our ass or whatever he said. So I, this was a perfect reason, not that we needed one, but we now have one, to bring on the man who secured that interview, who secured that famous rant. His name is Les Grobstein. Of the score, he joins us on the score hotline, presented by Al Pomani Ford. Alpamani Ford in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apford.com. Les, thanks for picking up the phone today, whatever day it is, even if you didn't know what day it was. No, the 29th of April will be the actual a- anniversary of this whole situation, uh, Rosie. And uh, seems like it was uh, about a week ago. I can't believe it's been all that long. 1983. And uh, that was Lee Elia's second year. And he didn't last the entire season, as we all know. And the the story behind that, where you had the copy of it, some managers will tell you, all right, turn this off, and then it'll go off. Managers or coaches will go off on that. Um, somebody had a bootleg copy of a Sparky Anderson rant that was supposed to be in that situation. But so for the people who know the, the Lee Elia, uh, that, that this rant exists, a little background on it would help so people will be smarter the next time it comes up. What happened was, and of course in this day and age, 
and it's been this way for probably about 20, maybe 25 years. If the manager starts there, there's always a member of the media relations department there. Sometimes it's people who are uh, 20 years of age and younger or whatever, people who have not been around all that long. And if they hear the manager going off, they'll interrupt it. They'll go, all right, fellas, thanks. And they'll just, they'll end it. And they'll chase everybody out of there. What happened in 1983, there were no media people. Bob Ibach, who's still uh, a good friend of mine to this day, still talk to him every so often. I often have him on the year when we have the anniversary. He wasn't there. They, we were up in the press box. The game ended. Three beat writers, the late Robert Marcus, Don Frisky, and Joel Berig, they were the three that were in there along with myself. Everybody else, including all of the electronic media people, they went to the other side to the Dodgers. And the reason is because Mike Marshall, who was a rookie, and he's out of Buffalo Grove High School, and he hit a home run in that game, his first game ever in his hometown and in Wrigley Field. And the Bears, the Bears, the Cubs uh, at that point were ahead. And they were off to a bad start, as we all know. They ended up going 5-14 and 14 after they lost that game. And what happened was, um, in the bottom of the, uh, top of the eighth inning, I should say, uh, Lee Smith, who became a Hall of Famer, and he was a great closer for the Cubs, he threw a wild pitch, and that allowed the Dodgers to get the go-ahead run and eventual winning run across after the Cubs had led the whole day. So the game ended. And then Elia and all the Cub players are heading down to the old locker room, which is in the left field corner. I think the ground crew uses that area today. But that was the Cubs locker room. It was very small. It was about as big as a phone book. And so we end up going in there, and the three writers and myself, we walk in, and Elia, in his office, he sees us. He's got a big smile on his face. He goes, hey, fellas, how you doing? Come on in. So we walked in there, and he says, all right, what have you got? And I asked him the first thing. I said, look, another really difficult way to lose a game. He nodded his head, still had a smile on his face. And that's when he started, we're mired now in a little difficulty. We got these so-called, etc." And you know how the rest of it goes. Right, where he's just ripping the, the fans and, you know. Who are these He was people? ripping really about... 85% of is working. The other 15 come out here. There were three people who threw beer at Ron Say, at Larry Boa, and maybe one or two others. And Elia was there, and he saw what was going on. He was mad at those fans. He wasn't mad at all of them, and he made that quite clear later on. And he should have probably waited about another five to ten minutes before letting us in there so he could cool down. He didn't, and you saw what happened to him. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's amazing. Like when, and I think we get all all three of us on this call can relate to it. There's a certain amount of adrenaline that we get from doing our jobs when we know we're getting something unbelievable. When something unbelievable is happening and on your microphone and you're checking to make sure it's recording and you're trying to stay calm and you know you've got something fantastic. What was your feeling, Robert, while he's going on this rant? Are you like, oh my God, I've got gold. I can't wait to get this on the radio. <laughs> After about the first three minutes or so, I was going to get going. And I, I tried to, by the way, we all liked Lee Elia personally. We all thought he was a good guy. And I said, we'll see you tomorrow. And of course, there was a Saturday and Sunday afternoon game. There are no lights yet. We were five years away from them putting the lights up. And he says, okay. And then he started up again. And so I had to keep my, um, my machine going. And in those days, there were no electronic uh, digital machines like they have today. 
Yeah. And, and so I started to finally head out of there. And a fellow who's been kind of, unfortunately, in the news lately, the first TV guy that walked in there was Mark Gian Greco, who was working for Channel 5 at that time. Right. And then later on, uh, he went to work for Channel 7. But he came in, he came in and with uh, his uh, crew and whatnot. Then a couple of uh, uh, electronic media people, David Schuster, who was a, a, an alumnus of the score here, and Pat Benkowski and a few others walked in as well. And when they heard what was going on, they couldn't believe it. Their eyes got as big as saucers, and they started recording. <laughs> well, I walked out of there and walked into the left field corner. And by the way, I not only was working for WLS in those days, I was also working for the Associated Press and doing stuff for uh, oh, oh. The, the late Joe Mushel. It's a scoop. And, uh, Joe Mushel is uh, an idol of mine. I, I, I just love the guy. And I walked into the corner, and he was coming in, and I said, Joe, you've got to hear this. He says, what are you talking about, you silly bleep bleep? And when he called you a certain name, that meant he liked you. That was a, 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 Okay. That meant he liked right. you a lot. So I said, Lee. Come here, you I, silly I, son of a gun. What, what that's you, not what he said. Got, he said there a was a of son things. of a gun, and he had to remove the cigar. But he, <laughs> sometimes he wouldn't remove the cigar. You just have to suffer through the, lick, the juice as well. But it so means I, he likes you. Yeah. You idiot, what do you got? It was a term of endearment. So I played it for uh -huh. him, and he goes, oh, my God, I got to get in there. I said, I'll see you upstairs. <laughs> and in those days, the press box in, is in the level that is wild. Right now, it's located in the suite level. It wasn't up high. That place hadn't been built yet. So I head upstairs. I get to the press box, walking down the stairs. You, you kind of walk down the stairs, and you're in there in that level. And what three guys start coming out of there? Harry Carey, Vince Lloyd, and Lou Boudreaux. Oh. I said, guys, I know this is a Friday. You're probably all going out to dinner or something. You've got to listen to this. So they all stopped. I played them the tape. Vince Lloyd had a, it's funny you mentioned it, a cigar the size of a tree trunk in his mouth. And he started spinning in his mouth. It looked like Popeye the Sailor Man's uh, pipe spinning around. He couldn't believe it. And uh, he says to Boudreaux, he says, uh, he's going to get his ass fired. And Boudreaux, in typical thing, he goes, ah, this is true, good kid. <laughs> and then Harry Carey, what in the bleep is that bleeping bleep doing here? I said, Harry, do you think there's a chance your pregame show with Lee Elia tomorrow morning could get preempted? He goes, I don't believe this. So they took off. I then went into the press box, fed it to uh, one of our engineers at WLS, a young lady named Renee Tondelli, who now uh, works in uh, California with her husband. And... Uh, I called her up. I said, I've got to uh, feed you something here. You're not going to believe this. She says, you know, I can't do that today. We had orders not to run tape. Just uh, do the show and don't feed in because in those days, the engineers had to be unionized. They couldn't, well, oh, no. I couldn't figure. And plus the fact, it was all profanity. You had 45 yeah. uh, words that, that began with the uh, sixth letter of the alphabet. Use your imagination on that. <laughs> So when I was getting ready to feed it into her, she says, I can't do it. I go, Renee, trust me, roll tape and come back on the phone. She says, okay, this better be good. I rolled her the tape and she gets off the, uh, the on the phone, comes on with me and goes, oh my God. She couldn't believe it. I said, how much work you got to maybe get this ready for airplay with Tommy Edwards? She goes, oh, maybe about an hour, hour, 20 minutes. 
she was like a miracle worker, and within Whoa. about uh, 15 minutes, she had the thing bleeped. In those days, it went on a reel-to-reel machine. She had to take a razor blade and cut mm-hmm. out all the profanities and put yeah. beep tones in there with another. Pe- it took for she got it all ready, and we had it on with Tommy Edwards very well, quickly. Well, good for you. Wow. So, so, so you just took a good. You just yelled at her, and gave her a good kick in the butt, and she did what she told her to do. <laughs> I didn't yell at her, and I didn't give her a good kick in the butt. Plus, she's. Uh, Number one, she was gorgeous. Number two, she was very tough. And number okay. three, she was a good friend of mine. All right. So that's it. So I think the Cubs should embrace the Elia. No, they didn't. They, they 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 should do it. They yeah, with what the what John Cox, to do. who's their assistant general manager, uh, he and uh, Dallas Green, they wanted me to take the tape, stick it in my pocket, and not utilize it. Well, <laughs> if I would have done that, then I would have deserved to be fired. So I wasn't yes. going to do that. Yes, you can't you can't pull those little tricks, man. You're either in the media, or you're on their side. So you did so the right two, thing, Les. Les, there's two. We're talking with Les Grobstein, the legend. He's right here on the score during the daytime. For those of you who, who don't know, um, Les, there are two things they're trying out in the minor league baseball. I want to run by you. Robot umpires, automatic ball strike calls. What do you think? The robot umpires, that would be done from the press box, and uh, there's not going to be a robot down there, as people uh, uh, were assuming. I think huh? that uh, I don't like that idea at all, and I don't like the idea of uh, some of the other things that are coming up. But they're, they're taking the game of baseball, and they're, they're, some of these new rules, like putting a runner at second base to start extra innings and stuff like that, that's garbage. It's, I'm not a poet, and I know it, but that's pure manure. <laughs> All right, yeah, but it made the game go a lot faster. You don't really want to watch a 17-inning game where they're starting to put outfielders on the pitch. Those are some mound, of the most exciting games that were played. And let's be honest about this, Mark. How many games go that long? It almost never happens. Give me well, a break even if on they that. Go, even if they go like 12 or 13, you're still hurting your team because you're using every damn arm. And you're just you're exhausting resources. And you're probably setting yourself back about a week in, like if you go 13 innings in a game. Then win the game in regulation. <laughs> okay. Les, if you're not you good enough to I- do that, then too bad. Les, what do you think about the idea of limiting defensive shifts and, and that every player has to have their heels on the, uh, on the infield dirt and, and that may expand it to where you're they're, they're in the minor leagues. They will have mandate that you must have two infielders on the left side of second base and two infielders on the right side. What do you think about those, that rule and potential addendum to it? They can sponsor it by a carnival drinking straws or Hoover vacuum cleaners. Cause it sucks. <laughs> I'm with you. So, so you hate that rule because baseball is saying, hey, we suck at coaching and our players are too stupid to know how to hit the ball the other way. We've taught them one thing and that's all we can teach. That's all they can learn. So so they're going to keep grounding into double plays into right field, right? That's their problem. Look, I, I think the world of Anthony Rizzo, I think he's a terrific guy, a terrific ball player, but he hits more ground balls to the right side, and he feels like he's getting robbed of base hits because the second baseman on the other team is playing way out there. You know what? Hit it to the other side. And I, I think Rizzo's a terrific player. I think he gets it. I like his attitude, everything he does. But don't hit it there. Well, let me ask you this question, and I think I agree with both of you on that. Like, I, 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 yeah, I think you're, it's starting to get dangerous when you decide where defenses can and cannot play. However, I am, 
I am down with more balls in play and games going more quickly. How can you? What can the game? Less. What can the game do to get the game moving faster to have more balls in play? Well, for one thing, uh, they're claiming they're going to have uh, baseballs that are not going to be as lively this year. After they lied to us for many, many years, saying, "Oh, these balls are not juiced," and we all know, doggone well, they were. Of course. You know, when, when uh, McGuire and Sosa and Bonds and uh, Rafi Palmero and so many others were jacking up all those home runs and stuff like that, the balls were juiced. They might as well have been using a Super Bowl. <laughs> it was yeah. ridiculous. No doubt, the, man. If the you, balls you were guys juiced and so were the players. Well, yeah, I, I love, by the way, and I, I talked about that on the show uh, a few nights ago. Somebody was, was talking about, uh, we were talking about Sammy Sosa, and they said, oh, Mr. Cork Bat. I go, are you a Sox fan? Yeah, I'm a Sox fan. Well, of course. They had Albert Bell. Uh-huh. His nickname in those days was Albert Corky Bell. Now, I granted <laughs> he was at that time with the Cleveland Indians, but uh, when he got caught, it was at Comiskey Park. It was still called uh, Comiskey Park before it became, uh, uh, you know, the, the noon. They had a billion different names. Municipal, but, yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't that. No, it was but the bottom line is cell field. Somebody, when we came, you the cell and oh, I'm sorry, else. I had Cleveland was on my mind. Sorry. Yeah, well, was, yeah, that was the mistake by the lake. That place. Yeah, me. yeah, that was. By the way, Les, um, you are still able to come on my show tomorrow morning. That's my plan. All right, because we do. There's a little bit of confusion today, so I just <laughs> want to make sure you knew that I'm on. That you will be on with me at 11, and we're going to talk college basketball because I know you love college hoops. And Illinois is going to be well seated, we think. So I am. Let's not let's not disclose our conversation now. But I just wanted to make sure that you're good to go for tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock on the loose. I L L I N I. There you go. All right. And so concludes. Thus concludes part one of the Les Grobstein <laughs> interview. Part two will be tomorrow with Mark Rody. Thanks, Les. We appreciate you taking the time. Rosie, pleasure as always. And uh, by the way, Rosie, yeah. you guys suck. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We, Thank you. Yes. We, you we, a texter told us that today's suckage has truly reached maximum suckage and lauds the overseers of this debacle. There are other things on the text line we need to get to about um, name brands and athletes involved and things like that. Plus... What are you doing, Wegner? We're going to do that. Take a break and come back and start that. We have a love story, Mark. It's a, oh. it's a, it's quite the love story. It's gone through quite the, quite the <clears throat> whiplash romance recently. We also have something we talked about last week, anniversary of a film that I found more information about, and Bean Dip. You just know that it's going to be a perfect Wegner when we can talk Bean Dip. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Steve Rosenblum. (laughs) He's Mark Grody. This is Saturday Sucking, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What are you doing, Wagner? Wake and bake. Come on. For the past 15 minutes now, you've been droning on about names. Toby. 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 Toby Wong. Toby Wong. Toby Wong. Toby Chung, Charlie Chan. Uh, it's not me. I'm I'm here okay. and not there and yeah. <laughs> Toby, who the is Toby? Award-winning segment. What are you doing, Wagner? Welcome in. Welcome Toby back. Here? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Toby's uh, here. Oh. oh. Well, I thought we would usually have the breaking news, the breaking caller sounder. Well, but then I couldn't play the open. Sure, you it could. just you worked could play out too well. You could play the sounder, and then you could play the whole Toby. Well, thing. I was trying to surprise you guys, and, and you're just well, you, now you're now you're just taking a a a, a big old poo poo on my on my ability to open here. How you feel about yourself, Steve? Poo poo. Wow. Yeah. You no, we're just trying to go by the cues that we thought we were we had worked out but apparently not hi toby guys how are you uh, what's I'm, up blood hey. i'm doing fine good 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 i wanted to get you guys a phone call today you know well we appreciate that and it's very uh appropriate because we were talking about waking baking and al harrington was making a um he make viola he runs a company viola where he's They've, um, and he lauded Illinois, and it's in combining oh, yeah. social justice with licenses for uh, pot dispensaries. And nice. Then somebody, one of the texters, corrected me, saying he works in the industry. We do not; they do not mix 
THC and alcohol. They put the THC in non-alcoholic beer. So I guess I had oh. it wrong. I don't know. Hey, Toby, Toby, Wait, do you watch hey, Family Guy? Are you a Family Guy? Oh, fan? yeah. Yeah, for isn't sure. There like a, isn't Al Harrington a character on Family Guy? He is. Like, He's the wacky, uh, waving. Inflated. Yeah, that's yeah. who I thought he was. I didn't know who he was talking about. Hey, <laughs> no, is he yeah, wacky, you know, waving, inflatable too, man. Well, yeah, exactly. He's off Route Route 304 in Weeka <laughs> it's the the inflatable yeah yeah he, he plays that hey guys guy. isn't the yeah. uh isn't the listener night listener lines uh promoted by betql yes the score listener line is powered by betql bet smarter that's and right beat the, books. And beat the books they crunch download the numbers the so you don't have to oh, like download, so we yeah. don't have to but we want you to download the betql app today or visit or go to betql.com betql. Right there, you go. Wow, Toby's auditioning for <laughs> our jobs right now. <laughs> yeah, it's no, I'm just trying reel. to get you some business, you know. Appreciate that, my man. Yeah, no worries. That. Yeah, that's that's great. So, what's been keeping? Have you gotten your vaccine shots, one or two at all? Tuesday. Tuesday at Walmart. First, out your uh, first jab or your second jab? J and J, baby, just need one. Oh, okay. oh, the Johnson and Johnson, yeah, man. Yeah, oh, cool kids. Where are you now? I, I forget. Are you in? Are you in? I Chicago am. I'm out or? in. Uh, no, I'm out in Oregon, and uh, okay. I actually I've, uh, you know, so I keep things calm when things get crazy for my job. I'm a crisis worker, so I'm one of the top ones to get it, which is great. Wow, the irony. Or in one of those things. I know, right? But see, I'm good at that. Everybody, calm down. Yeah, right. I guess you would Chill. be. You're very calming. <laughs> you're you're not excitable. That is for sure. Don't That's bogart true. that joint, my friend. <laughs> you're here exactly. when you're there. Yes. Exactly. I'm everywhere. Who's going to be the Bears quarterback, my friend? Oh. See that's the thing. I need to once I uh, once I get my superpowers, I need to travel up to Seattle and uh, start doing some lobbying. I guess. Oh yeah, you're in the area. Yeah. What superpowers would those be? Uh, the uh, that... the vaccine. Oh. You okay. know, I'll be able to travel and whatnot. Steve, have you gotten your vaccine? I have. I've gotten both. Good. Nice. Tomorrow, tomorrow would be the 14th day. Oh, so man, I will that's be, awesome. by, by Monday, I will be as inoculated as is humanly possible in this day and age. I got nothing so far. I am not. Uh-oh. Yeah, sorry. I am. Uh, yeah, stay right. away from me. Keep your distance from old Grody. <laughs> <laughs> or apparently, sort of. yeah, apparently, yeah, I, I'm not essential and I am, quote, right. air quotes, too young. So I, I probably I'm going to have to wait. Here's my thing. They they said I should just keep wearing a mask, no matter what. You should. You should have respect for other people. You have no idea if you're a you're That's an asymptomatic true, it, carrier. No, I think it right. was just generally. Oh, just me. generally, like the mask is. You're like Ayudasumo. <laughs> just wear the mask because it looks cool, or maybe well, Toby, just. Toby, that's why you can call in the show, Toby, because you can do it mask off, and then you're you're free, you're liberated. Exactly. I've been talking about this on the Uh huh. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> as a 
in your feckless youth, because we were talking about athletes and, and having their names on certain, being actively involved, financially involved, or putting their names on certain products. Um, yeah. And a, one texter says the McDonald's Jordan Burger was pretty good. Did you ever have the, <laughs> the McDonald's Jordan Burger? I think I did have that when I was there, yeah. It was... Okay. It was all oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. Well, this, see, that's not really. That's McDonald's on everything McDonald's does. Yeah. Is good. Okay. For like, sure. Hey, I, I don't think McDonald's has ever had a not good product. They've had products. Oh, that that's been, just not true. Like what? Yeah, that's not, <laughs> like what's bad? Just like, completely untrue. Like what? Everything's bad there. No, I mean it's tasty. I mean it's bad, bad for, for you. you of <laughs> I'm talking about like. Like McDonald's food is very tasty. Uh, what, all right, I'll like, tell you this: whatever the hell they that fish sandwich is, it's awful. It's no, not it's good. good. Even oh, that's sure. good. Just don't think of it as like your high class fish. That, that you have to rechannel sometimes. Not <laughs> rechannel your expectations. I also yeah. should should mention that I worked at a McDonald's briefly in college, and it complete. I already didn't like the restaurant that much, but it's just oh. not. The whole thing is just ruined. I, I mean, hate it's it. really like yeah. we think of McDonald's as like this like horrible food and all this stuff, but like it's not the, everything they do. Like the people that make like engineers and people like they, it's pretty rigorous. They got like, you. Everything McDonald's does is good. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Their triple cheeseburgers are amazing, and they yeah. serve the best Coca-Cola because yep. they worked with Coca-Cola there is to, something to like ice that. the CO2 lines as well uh-huh. as <laughs> the syrup lines, and then you get ice. It's the best tonic Coca-Cola. Yeah, but the fries are the fries are the best. Their Coke is the best. Fries are definitely the best. I mean, we could all yeah. talk about Bert, but they're Bert. I mean, it's just great. I mean, and yeah, so it's trash because panda, of their, Since it's, when did you become so picky, Trash Panda? Trash pandas aren't picky. This is like they, the hey, they hey. eat diapers full. When of you poop. see when you see the inside of the machine. <laughs> And you see how all this works. It just ruins it for you. Like yeah. you see the way these burgers come in as these frozen hockey pucks. Basically, it's not nah, the whole thing is just not nah, not not for me. And you see how long those I, nuggets sit in the warmer. Sometimes we would fudge with the timers on there constantly. And same really? with the burgers. But they're always good. Even the nuggets, the fries, the even the fail like the McDLT. I even like the McDLT. Like it was the the hot side hot, the cool side cool. Like I can't think of anything that I've ever act actively disliked from McDonald's. All right, I had a question from last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. This is this is so when we were talking about JJ Watt, right? And he was I can't remember exactly the story, but he was holding up the. It said source JJ Watt or whatever, right? Well, what, it was a you tweet remember? that he had. Yeah. It was a tweet with a picture of him lifting weights, wearing a brand spanking new Arizona Cardinals shirt. Oh. And then the tweet said source colon me. So you couldn't get so, much So more that was there. my question. It would okay, would your we... Chicago Tribune want you to get a second source on that? Or your former employer? I don't, I don't, I never even cared about one source. It was just well, isn't that what their thing is? Like, if your mom tells you you she loves you, get a second source or whatever. Check it out. (laughs) If your mom says she loves you, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't, I don't know. That would be a question for my my former queen Amanda Kashubi to to whether she would want a a second source on that. It's not my Chicago Tribune anymore. It's it's Alden's, and they're just crapping all over it. So I hope a lot of bad stuff happens to Alden Global. I I can't imagine the bad stuff. I can't. I want I hope they get their covid vaccine in (laughs) in 
some very sensitive places. Oh, somebody has a voodoo doll with COVID oh vaccines, and they. And I've they awoken something syringe. here. Yeah, I hate those people. <laughs> well, I've learned I, a couple okay. things from uh, Steve today. So there's that, and then yeah. he keeps on calling our mayor the interim mayor. Yeah, so, I heard that too. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot, the interim. Breaking so, news. Well, I, you know what, player? I, coaches don't cut players. Players cut themselves. So mayors don't make them. You know, I, I, I mayors make themselves interim. It's just that simple. You act like that. You do that. You fight with that. I'm, okay. I don't know. Our teachers, our, our teachers should be able to teach where it's safe, not. Oh, okay. Not, so it's the teacher thing. I got you. No, there, there are many other things. But anyways, so she said twenty percent, and that's it. And if that's what our interim mayor says, we'll do that in the interim. That's the way that works. Mm. Hey, do you All know right. this, Mark? And this might be interesting, Toby. Uh, an 815 yeah. texter, and they know out in 815. Lance, oh, yeah. Briggs, Lance Briggs is a big partner of Redbud Roots Cannabis in Michigan. Really? Is that true? Did we miss I that? I didn't know that, no. Hmm. I don't know if it's no, true. No, I've never heard that. But I've an never 815 heard... texter is, good, is a good source. 815 has always <laughs> been our... <laughs> the only association our... that I know about Lance Briggs was the double nickel barbecue that yeah, Mark Tresco was going to. <laughs> To go, through, or he did take the day off, right? He took the day off and he pissed everybody yeah. off or something. I can't even remember. Yeah, right, it was just, practice or training camp or something, and he missed no, one day. A, I think it was a practice the day the first week uh, of the season, and he. Just but he was like a, know, an eleven-year vet already. <laughs> yeah, but he also showed what a foot wipe Mark Tressman was. So right, does that play? I don't oh, even know if the right. double nickel barbecue is that still rocking and rolling for the Briggs. I don't know. I mm. I assume it is, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, All that right. doesn't that doesn't conclude the. <laughs> what are you doing, Wagner segment? Of, yeah. Wait. wait what happened? We'll have to take it a break be and get back to that. Yeah, no, I'm just glad that Trash Panda let you through today, and the producer oh, guys are. <laughs> did it save you an email, Mark? Save your yeah, it did. Unless, I don't know. Unless <laughs> hey, if I, I see if I see Toby on the caller ID, I pick up immediately. There's no hesitation. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I've heard in the past, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. I don't want to start an argument. Say that but... trash pandas right. can't be trained. Let's in the last the, the, in the last two weeks since I've been relegated back to you guys, I haven't I haven't blocked the phone lines once. If I see Toby, I pick up. I, he didn't call last week though. If he did, I missed you. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. I did try to call earlier, but you were doing something. Hmm. I tried to well, see. I tried to hijack uh, what Mark heard, but I but I didn't succeed on that one. Oh, you got Steve's segment instead. That's okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get to it. We want to thank you for calling and and waking and baking with us, Toby. We thank sure. you for joining us today. So we'll anytime, to, anytime. We we'll look forward to the next time you hijack a segment. <laughs> All right. Thanks, tell me, Toby. tell me, uh, what are you doing, Wagner? Toby, yes, go calm some people down, will you? Yeah. I will. Right. Everybody calm down. It's all right, okay? Calm Things your are gonna be all right. Down. Yes. Remain calm. All is well. Here. Just, just be like chip to there. there. All right. Thanks, Toby. This is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> exactly. Well done. It's perfect, all right, guys. It's Take it easy. Okay, real all good. Right. Real good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Real good. <laughs> You got your butt. You got your bye. Real good. I like saying real good. 
That that's very yeah. condescending. Okay, real good. Gotcha. Thank okay. you. Real good. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Like when you say real good. good. Okay, real good, real good. That just means you're. It's very politely dismissive. It is. It is. It's condescend. It's condescending in a very, very um, benign way. But if you okay, real good. Yeah. Okay, real good. Real Uh, good. And this is real good too. A seven seven three texture. It's so righteous that the WB club almost doesn't start in the morning. I love it, but it does start in the morning. Eleven o'clock is the morning. Even if you spring forward, it's not till tomorrow. So. Dude, that's tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's actually tomorrow, technically. Yeah, so. 2 o'clock, right? 2 in the morning. Yeah. So you have to get up essentially an hour earlier for your show tomorrow at 9 o'clock on these here radio airwaves, right? Yeah, I just hope that like my phone doesn't fail me or something silly doesn't happen. So, Mitch, you might want to have a you know standby host for tomorrow morning. Yeah, why don't you book less for 9 o'clock and just put him on no matter what? Oh, that might be perfect, actually. So he can, he can do, do the... he can do a solo show or he can be your first guest? I've always wanted somebody to do the Mark Rohde pregame show, so maybe that'll happen. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with, with what are you doing, Wagner? There's a love story and we've got to revisit Clarice. Why, well, hello, Clarice. And okay. bean dip. And bean dip. Swag. Next. Yeah. Next on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Wagner has no clue. Right. Wagner has no clue. He got hijacked. What are you doing, Wagner, on your award-winning segment? Welcome in. Welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rohde with you. Saturday suckage. So, Mark, remember when we started at our first show back in calendar year 2021 in Wagner, in this Wagner segment, I read a tweet from Jose Canseco that said, Happy New Year to everybody except A-Rod. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Well, on January 12th this year, Jose Canseco tweeted out, Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez will go their separate ways this year, and Alex Rodriguez will hook up with a fitness model. That was on January 12th. (laughs) Yesterday, from E! News yesterday, the couple who began dating in 2017 and announced their engagement just two years later, have called their wedding off. A source close to the former couple tells E! News exclusively it was J-Lo's decision to end the relationship, and it had to do with realizing she may not be able to trust the former baseball star Ooh. after all. No Ooh. kidding. I, I, By the way, guys, I, wait, I, wait, I think you're... Oh, okay, go ahead. I, no, because there's more to this. Because then Jose Canseco tweeted out, I guarantee you that Alex Rodriguez will try to get a hold of my ex-wife, Jessica, very soon if he has not done it by now. <laughs> so cheaters, no cheaters. God. But here's the best part. Now they've released a statement. J-Rod, as they are known in the gossip uh, group, sure. J-Rod, J-Lo and A-Rod, J-Rod said, they're staying together. We're, we're working through, th- through some things no and way. we're staying together. No way. Yeah, way. So until, you know what? It's till um, KCAV and Jay do whatever they're going to do. This ro- this romance will have to get us through it. Imagine not being able to trust A-Rod. That's where they were. Anyways, they're not broken up. What were you going to say, Trash Panda? Well, I was going to say the follow-up tweets on for Jose Canseco yesterday. Yep. I don't, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. I don't know if you guys actually follow Jose Canseco. We, we, he, he follows me, actually. So I just want to make Who that wouldn't? known. 
And but his follow-up tweets to the J Lo yes. and A Rod stuff are phenomenal. First, you got I understand science as well as supernatural. Everything I've predicted became becomes one hundred percent accurate. I've time traveled into the future once, only once. Excuse me. Species will survive. I can also tell you the value of Bitcoin in three years. And then finally, from six hours ago, aliens find us to be a minimal threat because we have not learned how to time travel by folding time. Okay. Is he the original? You know how we say a lot of times in our life right now, and nobody really knows wh- who started, but we say this person has no Fs to give. He doesn't care or she doesn't care anymore. We say mm-hmm. that a lot about people. I think Jose Canseco might be the original because he took himself seriously for a long time, right? And then all of a sudden he's just like, screw it. He was I'm going to say stuff that might the, even get me sued. He was the role, mo- the role model in not giving a F for uh, Jay Cutler. I think that's who Jay Cutler learned the most from. Yeah, I well, think so. But I think Canseco, like I always say, the original hot take artist was Charles Barkley. And, like, he didn't mean to be. He was just being, like, real and honest, and everybody sort of took the cue. I, I like to try to figure out where these things begin because somebody out there started this stuff, like things that we talk about. And I think that Charles Barkley was the original hot take artist and uh, in his own way, and it's turned into something different now. And I do believe that Jose Canseco was the original. He has no Fs to give. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So, Mark, remember last week you, you asked about the series Clarice? Yes. Based on Silence yes. of the Lambs? Uh-huh. So where, where are Hello, you? Clarice. Dr. Lecter. So where are Dr. you on Lecter. that? Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter. I have watched Freeze two episodes, and I have not been able to move on to the next. I don't know what it is. I don't think the show is terrible. I think it if it was... I know what it is. If I if I didn't have know the background of the story and the platform that Clarice is, it might be a good show. But unfortunately, I can't look at it that way. And for some, something about it, I can't quite get on board with. I don't know what it is. Talk to me, buddy. Talk to me. You well, bit, no, I, I know what it is. It's that you're watching somebody. Port- the original we watched, Jodie Foster, portray Clarice Starling, Agent Starling. Now you're watching somebody portray Jodie Foster, portraying Clarice Starling. Right. So you're one generation removed. But there's stuff. So after we get done with the show, I go out, I pick up my Esquire magazine, and I walk out to go have a cigar, and I'm reading this thing. A piece in Esquire in the 30th anniversary of how that movie almost was never made. Huh. And since we talked about it last year, I, know, I wish I'd, I'd, I'd have to bring First of all, Gene Hackman loved the book that it was based on, and he yes. talked to studio into going halvesies on it, and he would play Jack Crawford. Right. Played by Scott Glenn, Clarice Starling's boss. But when Hackman's daughter became repulsed by the role and the story, right. he dropped it. I didn't know yeah. that. I, didn't I know did that. know that. I, for some reason, I thought he was supposed to be Lecter, but, but I, get, I get the point. Yeah. Though. So anyway, then they needed a director. They brought in Jonathan Demme. He wanted Michelle Pfeiffer to play Clarice. Mm. He had directed her in Married to the Mob. And it didn't happen because she was nervous about the subject matter, too. And so yeah. was Meg Ryan. But Jodie Foster had campaigned all around town um, to to get that role. She wanted that role, and they finally gave it to her. So here's they needed a Hannibal Lecter. Who do you think the first choice for the evil, brilliant, sick cannibal was? 
I know I've read this before, so when you say it, I'm going to be like, I, oh, yeah. I didn't know this. Sean Connery. I actually didn't know that. Sean Connery, huh. but he then he read the script and saw saw the <clears throat> thought the material was as distasteful as Gene Hackman's daughter thought it was. That's funny. What is like the exact part? Is it the whole transvestite thing? Is it the uh, the dog in the in a in the basement? Like, what's the distaste? Because a lot of people say that about that movie that it was just too like I have friends who hate that movie just because it was so freakish like what is uh, it what's it, the it distasteful well, part well cannibalism and then you're skinning human beings to make a, oh, yeah. a, a coat of skin oh I would oh, say that's yeah, yeah that's where that's where yeah. it start <laughs> okay. and it would but makes do that whole movie and it sets up the perfect ending line I gotta go agent starling I'm having an old friend for dinner uh, my favorite line is, oh, wait, is she a great big fat person? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yes. There, there, we're finding that guy. Oh, and Senator, Please. just one more thing. Yeah. Love your suit. Oh, my God. Take right, this so, thing away. Right. So the, the part, I didn't realize that Orion made the movie... They showed it at a film festival, and it was greeted with silence. And people, the producers didn't know if they were, people were too scared to react mm-hmm. or so repulsed by it, they did not know. So Ryan had the movie, had the investment, minimized its, its, its release, minimized the money behind it, because they chose, wow. their Christmas release was Dances with Wolves. Oh my and that's God. not a bad choice. Right. And they no, saved... I didn't realize that they saved this horror movie that changed all horror movies for release on Valentine's Day. Oh <laughs> it's my quite God. a date movie. It was released on Valentine's Day, and and they didn't put much money into the promotion of it, and it became only the third movie to sweep all the big five awards. Actor, actress, director, picture, and adapted screenplay. Unbelievable. One of only three. And the best part of this, since we're a sports show, we'll bring this back to sports. That we were just talking about the scene, bring, take this man away, that, that distinctive, iconic mask that mm-hmm. Lecter wore while he was being wheeled in during a transfer. That yeah. Was a suit. That mask was created by a man named Ed Cubberley of Frenchtown, New Jersey, who had spent a lot of years making masks for NHL goalkeepers. Ah, it makes sense. There you go. There and you Jason go. maybe for a Friday the 13th as well. Yeah. So, and I wanted to... <clears throat> There's a lot of ways we, we have been encouraged to support small businesses in, in these challenging times for the last year. There was a Mexican restaurant called Los Toros, there is one in the San Fernando Valley in California, where I used to be. So it was struggling to stay alive. And a stuntman named Hunter Ray Barker, isn't that just a perfect stuntman name? Or talk show host or yeah, game show that's host. That's true, yeah. Game show host, yeah. Yeah, Hunter Ray Barker, linebacker for Texas. Uh, to drive the point home about... Saving a business, this in this case a restaurant called Los Toros, three, and it was the, the 
He got a T-shirt where with the three bulls on it, which is the logo. And he sat for 24 hours in a pool of bean dip. <laughs> oh, man. Quote, we have a golden opportunity to grab the bull by the horns and support local businesses in a big explosive way, so why not? Said Hunter Ray Barker while being interviewed, sitting in a pool of bean dip. What kind of bean dip are we talking here? Just is there is this like a queso bean dip or is this just like the regular? Yeah, it's bean queso dip. and beans and and um, <clears throat> and everything you would expect in a bean dip. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not um, saying I wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah, I would consider it. Okay. Do I get All a bunch right. of chips at least to, so I can munch on the dip while I'm sitting in there? <laughs> Yeah, with whatever's peeling off your body. That's exactly what you Yeah, it's my filth. Whatever. This is, and I'm fat. I think this is one of the fats should be answering this question. Would Rick Camp or Jay Zawoski marinate themselves in beat? Sounds like we got a guest idea for next week. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We just have time to plan this. All right, so (laughs) that's it. Bean dip. Sitting in a pool of bean dip for 24 hours is a perfect way to end Saturday's suckage. <laughs> That's it, we want to thank you for listening, for the one call we got, uh, for texting, for sticking around with us, for listening to us. Thank Trash Panda. Mark Grody is on from noon till 12 tomorrow, and Les will be on whenever he picks up the phone. No, 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 no. I'm 9 to noon, not noon to 12. Noon to 12? Did, you just said? did you hear what you just said? <laughs> you just give him a 12-hour show? Saturday suck. I did not hear. <laughs> three long hours he gave me either a no minute show or a 12 hour show i don't know what it was this is saturday suckage at its best at its most typical all right do better tomorrow mark all right right. i'll try thanks for listening chicago sports radio 70 the score it wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck so Kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.